the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. And who says that? Fallen from James Bond. Exact words. And it's that being streamed from World Economic Forum, as you can see there on top, at the World Government Summit 2022 that took place last week. What else was said on that said forum? Let's have a listen. Please remember, it's just a conspiracy theory. It's not happening. Um, all the things, all the three things that's been happening so far. So it's pandemic, war and climate change has nothing to do with this. This is just a... Um... And the title of this session, are we ready for a new world order? So those scenarios are being played out. People are dying, there's a war, there's a climate change, you have a heart attack because there's a climate change and you can blame that on this, not on the uh, not on the vaccines that were released and after research for one year, or maybe they were in production anyway, back in the day. Find the documents saying that something about COVID-19 was being transported in 2017, 2018 between the countries, PCR test and so on and so on. But what will hit you the hardest what do you think make a wild guess it's not the climate change it's not the pandemic it's this what you have in your wallet gives you freedom of purchase if you have it but if you have it they can't control it because you can go in and buy yourself a can of beer you can go in and buy yourself a pack of smokes but what if what if you were mountain of the government and the government says, you can't do it. You can't buy anything. We starve you to death. You have your money, but you can't touch it. Because we centralize the currency. Conspiracy theory? Ready? Let's have a listen. What underpins a world order is always the financial system. Hmm. I, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. Listen very carefully to what she says next. Please do. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of... We'll talk about dangers in a second, but imagine that you have all those cryptocurrencies around the world. Uh, that these are centralized, you trade, you, you have freedom of choice, and uh, you buy your gold, you buy your silver, and as well as, uh, as you trade on, on crypto markets, if you do. But imagine that everything is centralized. You only have CBDC, currency, you can use. And as she points out in a minute that the global leaders will work on it as well, like. And you go into ATM and you're trying to, oh, no, no, there's no paper, paper, paper cash. Anyway, there's no cash. And then you go in to pay, you have your card, 
on this you have a social credit score and me for example i'm just uploading the video and the government sees it they don't like it and they say yeah you may have you're not going to buy your food today and this is the danger of it now if she speaks about the danger she just gives you the warning on what's next i know that's just a conspiracy theory but let's listen to it of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. It like, it's just like uh, freedom of speech in Canada works perfectly. Uh, but also this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. Yes, the Chinese were the first with the social credit currencies. And through the laws back in China, so what's going to happen next is they're just going to follow suit and introduce it to every other country. But they have to crash the economy first. Fertilizers, uh, oil, gas, you name it, war, everything just goes to it. There's a, there's a, they could be all working together, or it could be just a civil war between each other. Like, you have Captain America on one side, and you have Iron Man on the other side and fighting up. We won't know because we're just this little small people who are trying to tell you that the shit is going to hit the fan big time. The US is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. They have committed to that as well. Fa, you. I and you and you and you, you didn't. You're just gonna go with it because that's what government tells you to. I, I predict that 85% of Irish people will go with it because it's easier unless you can't do your nixers and you can't give your cash to your grandkids. Then you're really fucked. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life. I paused it just for a second because whatever she says at the end, it's very important as well. Listen to it again. To have a better life. Because that's the only measure of whether our world order really serves. So one more government we all know how, how the centralization of power works for everybody. Like, you know, you have your city council that's trying to do, do the job and everything's centralized into one big government in Dublin. And they're going to spend all the money on Dublin. And they're going to give you a little chunk for this, a little chunk for that, a little chunk for that. Thank God we have councils and being assigned a certain amount of money. But if the, if the power was uh, not consolidated like this, it was just decentralized and there was an equal share between all the 26 or uh, 26 counties in Ireland, you would have had a certain amount, the money was spent well, this is for homeless, which is not, which is, they're still in emergency accommodation while we're building houses for Ukrainian refugees. This is money for homeless, this is money for the roads, this is money for the schools, sorted out. And money from taxes that are, that are coming from their constituents are being spent on this and this and this and this. So this is the money constituency got. And every council will be basically competing with each other, trying to get the better, better. But if only people were good at it and, and so on and so on and so on. 
But this way, they want to centralize everything. So what's going to happen, everything's going to be centralized in the big cities and the people outside the big cities, which you can't get access to because you're not worthy. You shall not pass. You're going to be stuck on the outskirts and you're going to die of hunger because you're not going to be allowed to do anything else. Have you seen a movie about it? No? District this, district this, and district this, going to fight district this, and district this, and district that. Simple. Well, let's go back on our own back garden, which is Ireland. And these are our politicians. And the main one is Eamon Ryan. He's going to tell you what to do in a second. But if we want to blame something, we're going to blame this only because we're going to gaslight everything anyway. So let's have a listen to this one. This guy is amazing. He just wins in every category. He wouldn't have its own stand-up. He would have a series on fucking Netflix of his fucking stupidity. But is he stupid or is he just following an agenda? Let's have a listen. They're connected. The cost of living crisis is driven by the war. The two are... Com the two uh, Deputy Murphy, do you disagree? Yes. If I can make, if I can just make the point they're going to make. Minister to the No, but it is. So Ukraine is excuse for everything. No, but it is. So this is the state of politics in Ireland, but they're not stupid to just follow in. But this man is either going to crash WEF in Ireland or basically he's going to lift it up to, uh, to the high pedestals. Is he stupid? Is he out of his death? Don't know. We'll find out. He tells you um, to do a carpool in, 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 on the country roads, but he tells you something else. That man is amazing. My favorite. Great strategy for him and Ryan. It's just for everybody thinks he's, he's out of his debt and he's basically a fool. So he tells you this. Reducing car journeys and spending less time in the shower will be among the tips in a public awareness campaign around energy costs to be published by Environment Minister Eamon Ryan. The government is working on finalizing the cost of living package to help households of spiraling costs. Uh, however, no additional financial reports are expected, so the new campaign will focus on behavior-led measures. Right. Get your... <laughs> oh... Don't get your own family in the shower. Get your two neighbors. And it's all going to be fun. You're socializing. And reduce your car journeys. Because if you live in a fucking nowhere. And your nearest shop is. I don't know. Five kilometers away. Walk. Well reduce obesity in Ireland. That, that's a good idea. But walk. Reduce your car journeys. And spend less time in the shower. Him and Ryan. Will you just fuck off will you? Come on, lad. Either say us, but tell us what's going on. And please, change your game, man. Because they all see you as that fool. That's from the Green Party. And it's going to tax us to death. But this is, this is not, this is not a conspiracy. This is a conspiracy theory. Sorry, I have to change my tune to put this video on YouTube. So, this is a conspiracy theory. It's not happening. They're not going to drive us to the ground and take everything from us. So we have nothing. And we're just not going to stand up. 85% in Ireland, is not going to, they're not going to stand up. It's only 15% down to 15%. That's just my prediction. What can I say? I'm just a guy with a microphone. I'll talk to you later.